0: Well, gather round, everybody! It is time once again for the Steel Salary Cap Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Tim Kennedy. I'm here with my buddy Sean McGuire. Hi, Tim Kennedy. Hello, Sean. I am. I, I realize now how out of shape I am. I I used to be pretty athletic. I had, uh, mm. well, <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let me. I participated in lots of athletic activities. Yeah, you did. And uh, that kind of like ended when COVID hit, like we couldn't get together and play boot hockey or, you know, fo- we didn't play a lot of football. And you're making a face at that
1: beer you just opened. It's just like a, it's a cup of coffee.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, it's a Nola style milk stout brewed with chicory, bird rock coffee. I don't even know what chicory is. And It's like a root. Uh, it's like, um.
1: Does it taste like coffee?
0: I think, yeah, I think it's like you can make a coffee-like drink. from I feel Chick-fil-A. like you
1: chose this beer because you realized I, I sounded super sleepy last week because I was super sleepy, and you're like, I'm just gonna make McGuire drink a bunch of caffeine on the show. <laughs> you're on to me. So anyway, it's called Early Bird. It was pretty obvious.
0: <laughs> that's true. It's like it's supposed to be a breakfast drink. I think. Oh, good morning. Yes. Uh, so I I did yard work here after not doing anything athletic for. Basically two years, and I'm so. You didn't sore. do any
1: art. I mean, <clears throat> that's what the whole world did. Sitting at home was like they fixed their houses. You didn't do any yard work during this time. Well, or maybe it's just like over the winter. Like I, I was really lazy. There is a this certain winter. yeah. The winter has a way of in Minnesota has a way of kind of making you just very stationary.
0: So I'm I'm feeling really
1: like old
0: and broken down because like mowing my grass and picking up sticks has
1: made me feel like I've worked oh out I can't for... pick up sticks <laughs> you can't even I can really go on is it picking up the sticks no that's that's like you bring out the kids hey hey kids I need you to pick up some sticks for me I'll give you or... a pe- I'll give you a penny for each stick you pick up all right <laughs> try that try <laughs> to just chew up with the lawnmower one of the two I I that's my
0: trick too I chew up a lot of crap with my lawnmower Yep. No, no. So today we are ranking our quarterbacks and our tight ends. We are going to do, uh, do what we did with the running backs and offer up a veteran trade target in case you, uh, might want to trade that pick for somebody else. And, uh, should we just jump in, Sean? Are you ready to go?
1: Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's go sit quarterbacks first.
0: Okay, let's do it. Our, uh, number one consensus, uh, quarterback here for steel is Desmond Ritter. It's a consensus in terms of score. It's kind of, kind of a tie, right? Um, no, I mean there are n- no. Oh no, I, because you rated you rated uh, my number one guy a little lower. So Desmond Ritter does come out, Des does Ritter come out comes on top out in the consensus.
1: Just a skosh, a
0: Scotia ahead. Well, you like him better than I do, Sean. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you tell us why you have him ranked up as high as you do? Okay. You have him ranked as the number one quarter. Your number one quarterback do, in this class. And I do,
1: and I, and I do because. Because ultimately, I'm looking at you. You're, you're going to hear this out of me a lot today when you talk about quarterbacks and tight ends. Is because you're really just looking. I there's a lot of players at this position that don't end up mattering. You know, you can be the worst starting running back in the NFL and you're on someone's roster. Um, and if you're the worst quarterback or the worst tight end, you're, unless you're in a league that places a premium on those things. Uh, you're not. So, uh, for me, the thing with, uh, with Ritter is I, I I like the fact that he's got, um, he has a big enough arm and he has enough athleticism. And even though I didn't love like his accuracy and I didn't like ball placement was not real consistent. Um, but you know, we talked about how he's coachable, um, and he does land in a nice spot there in Atlanta, where I think he's going to get a chance to um, to get on the field, and we'll find out one way or another. So I, 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 it's he's not at the top of anything. He's not the best passer in the class, and he's not he's not the best rushing threat in the class. But he is the person, the quarterback, who I think has those qualities where you where you could you could swing for the fences on him and um, but also has a, a really good shot at getting on the field in short order and so that's it's it's a a lot of these guys are pretty close, but that's that's my rationale. And kind, of, we
0: should probably should state, too, I think overall, we're, neither one of us is super excited
1: about this quarterback class. This, this will come of, out in the ADP comps, I think.
0: Yeah, kind of like the broader, I, I feel the broader fantasy analyst community is not real high in this class either, so that's not saying anything new. But mm-hmm. um, he's a guy, he's my number two QB. I, I do like him, as you mentioned, the athleticism I like. Um, he does have some accuracy issues, but is coachable. I think he could work on his footwork and mechanics and and get up there. He could be, he could be a good quarterback in the NFL. I think he's as good a bet as any quarterback in this class to be the best one. So I, right. I don't hate
1: that. Okay, so, so do do you would you like him or Daniel Jones?
0: Yeah, I would. I think I would. Um, I would go with Ritter. Just I'm. This might be a mistake because I think Daniel Daniel Jones hasn't had a ton to work with in his career, but I I feel like I've seen enough where I he's not a guy I'm interested in.
1: Yeah, and and that is and a lot of, that actually came out quite a bit with us last week where like you were definitely much more of a, oh well, I'm going to go with the veteran thing, but you made a lot of rookie picks. I did. And They're all a shiny lot of, right but now. A lot, but, well, it's not just that; it's also it's a lot about the comparable and what and what you think of that person. And a lot of these comparables we're picking are going to be players that are also kind of at the beginning of their career or, or you're just trying to guess, like, do they have a ceiling, right? And Daniel Jones is, is somebody, and you either think that he has a ceiling, meaning he can improve from here, he gets surrounded by better talent and whatnot and things can help, or you don't. And you're basically saying you're out. And, you know... It's tough for me because I do think that there is like a little window of potential there, but that's the thing that's been tantalizing about like Sam Darnold, right? And right. It just sometimes you just have to say eh, it ain't happening, and that's what I feel, how I feel about Daniel Jones. So and,
0: and if I miss out on Daniel Jones, it's not going to bug me at all. Like like if he does like
1: what's like what is his true ceiling? It's exactly. he's never going to be a top five quarterback in the NFL. It's just never going to happen, right? right. Desmond Ritter, I mean, not likely, but it's still possible. But, it, but it's still there. So Saying yes, I got a chance. I, if I got Daniel Jones and I can flip him for a pick to take Desmond Ritter, I'd do it. Yes, I, I agree.
0: agree. Our number two quarterback is Malik Willis. Uh, I have him up at my number one, so maybe I'll start with so him. how about you
1: tell us why you have him number one? Sure.
0: And, and I am approaching this uh, from a one QB league uh, um, standpoint, maybe that that I just stem. That's how I ranked my guys here. So yeah, in, a me, one, me in a one quarterback league, he's my number one because of that ceiling. He's got the huge arm. He's got the rushing ability. His accuracy is not very good. Uh, so he could be a Lamar Jackson. He could get his accuracy improved and be better. Uh, but in a one QB league, because you only need 12 starters – you need somebody that's going to separate from the pack. And I think Willis has the best chance of doing that.
1: And I would say for me, I have him down at three. And the reason why I have him at three, I agree with everything you're saying. It's, I think of it in terms of, okay, so in a salary cap league, if if this is like a regular dynasty league and it was a one quarterback league, he would be my number one. My concern here is, is he going to get on the field in enough time to see what you got? And it's 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 a combination of he's going to a team that has an established quarterback that has been is a pretty good quarterback, mm-hmm. um, and it's also even though he has like all the physical schools tools and he may he may have the mental makeup to be a great quarterback, he knows um, almost nothing about it how to run an NFL offense based upon what I saw he was doing in college. Yeah, so that is uh, that's how. Ritter kind of gets above him a little bit, um, so I, I don't I, I don't disagree with your analysis. I just from for me when I, I think about it, I think there's a decent chance that he really doesn't get on the field for two years, and then you have to you have to see what at that point in time what's going to happen. And I, I'd like to see a guy a little sooner than that, but but his ceiling, he's the only guy in the class who I think could be a top six, like it's a decent chance of being a top six quarterback.
0: Yeah. The only thing again, in a one quarterback league, I wouldn't take him before mid to mid second round. And at least in how our wage scale is set up for rookies, that's still pretty inexpensive. So I see him as a guy I could give a contract to and still not be paying a whole lot and then see what he has. I feel like I think
1: think that's, that's solid. Yeah. yeah, especially if you can get him with a, at a salary where it's just not a major impact. It is also depends a little bit on how long your your taxi squad you can keep guys on there because you don't really want to roster a guy that you can't even put on the field, but um but I think if that's a safe I think that's a safe enough bet if you're talking about the end. I mean, we just went through a two round rookie draft and didn't utter the name of a single quarterback. Right. So if you're getting him in the third round in a one quarterback league, like I think that that's a real nice play. Right. Uh would you rather have Willis or Davis Mills right now? Oh, Davis Mills. I think Davis Mills is uh um I think he's just he's he's he to me he looks like one of these guys that like everybody's like wow, he's not any good. There are five quarterbacks taken ahead of him. And he, there's a, a, a not insignificant percentage chance that he just ends up being the best one of, of them all in in that class. Yeah. Like I'm not saying. I mean, like you look at everybody else. What has any of them actually done? He's the he had the best year last year. Yeah, you could say Mac, but like that's not a fair comparison. Like Mac Jones didn't do didn't really do anything. Dave Smills was on a god awful team and uh, was productive and more efficient. um, Showed more growth. Everything about everything about him. If you forget where he was drafted. He was the best quarterback last year. So I would rather have that guy than than a question mark from Malik Willis.
0: Given our conversation though about wanting, you know, maybe swinging for the fences and having a little higher ceiling, you'd still roll with Davis Mills. Do you see him as a guy with a high ceiling? I,
1: I, I don't have a reason for thinking like he's not the athlete, right? But he is Tom Brady, right? So I think you you can be a a, a really effective passer. Um and you know, do I think that Davis Mills is that person? No, I don't. But I, I think that there's a, there's a better chance than a lot of them. So I just, I, I just, I ultimately feel like, um, I don't. I, Davis Mills has already kind of shown that he's better than everybody thought he was. And I think the practical reality is, is that people are still discounting him mm-hmm. out of disbelief. Yeah, you, not- you, you, you could not offer Davis Mills and get Trevor Lawrence. Davis Mills had a 10 times better season than Trevor Lawrence last year. Right. So so how long does it take for that to change for perceptions to change on that? Mm-hmm. Maybe Tre- Trevor has a great year this year and it it does never happen, right? But but I, th- I think Davis Mills is a guy that people are still undercounting and, and I'd rather have that guy.
0: Okay. I'd I'd stick with Willis, but all right because of the upside. Just the ceiling. It's, so it's a ceiling play. It. Yeah. It's a ceiling play. On to, on to number three, we have Kenny Pickett coming in at number three, drafted by Pittsburgh. Um, you like him better than I do, Sean. You have him up at two. I have <laughs> yeah. him at
1: four. What, I, I think it's because I did my numbers a little bit. I wasn't purely doing it as a, as a one-quarterback play. Um, draft capital, Kenny Pickett's going to be given every chance to, to fail. I think he probably will fail, but he will be given every chance to succeed. Did I say he'll give, be given every chance to fail? He'll be given every chance to do it. He's going to get, he's going to play. He, right. He he will get on the field. You know, he's going to get on the field. He'll get on the field early. Um, I just, I, you know, pre-draft, he was my quarterback six. I didn't like him. Everybody else did. I did not like him. I, why do I have him at two? It's, it's a draft capital situation. And, and for me, that's worth something. Knowing that you get to put your eyes on a person for a couple of years before you have to think about them. That's it. Yeah, his I, ceiling is not high. It's not. Um he, but but again, it could be. It, it, I I say that there are other quarterbacks in the NFL that have been good fantasy football quarterbacks who don't have big arms.
0: Right. I also think. I mean, this is probably true for maybe all the quarterbacks in this class. His accuracy is not great. No. Short
1: or deep. No. Decision-making, so, not great.
0: So I'm concerned about that. But he does have some NFL traits that I thought, um, you know, he, he does see the field well, I think. He's he's good throwing the ball near the end zone. So he's definitely got some traits that could make him successful in the NFL. Uh, and I agree with what you said. You're, you're going to see him on the field. He's going to get the chance to play. So If he was
1: taken in the NFL second round or third round like these other guys, he would – be so much lower for me it is purely a draft capital play and i feel i don't feel good about it at all (laughs) uh would
0: you rather have him or zach wilson
1: it's not close yeah zach wilson is is, is, i've been pretty clear i love zach wilson the ceiling on zach wilson is crazy high um he didn't have a great year but he did show some improvement um He's now surrounded by a bevy of talent. Yeah, there's, to me, that's a not not a close one. I've, what about for you? Uh
0: yeah, I would take Zach Wilson. I'm pretty pretty down on Pickett. I I see him
1: as. You had him down at four.
0: I so. have him at four, and I, for and me, I th- don't if, even think you're wrong. If you don't, to... if, if you don't have a strong arm and your accuracy is not great, like maybe he can get coached up too, like Ritter. Yeah. Who knows? But. I just i'm like what's what's gonna make and he's not a big time rusher moxie he does have moxie just <laughs> i will give him
1: that he's off the charts in moxie
0: yeah but uh i just don't <laughs> i don't see what sets him apart from uh from these other guys much at least so i'd i'd rather let somebody else take pickett you had him be- ranked
1: below a fifth rounder
0: mm, that might be a mistake but let's talk about him now <laughs> i don't know
1: if it's a mis- I don't know if it's a mistake honestly i like the fifth rounder a lot better too on tape
0: i did it that we're talking about sam howell drafted by washington and uh i i i mean i do see a path where he plays These are consensus number four yes yes did i say i have him at four did i, I don't know no uh, i'm just okay. i'm
1: just clear. i don't think you said anything yeah
0: he's our he's our qb4 people count on steel thank you sean that's helpful <laughs> um i did like his tape i thought he looked like uh like he did have some nfl qualities that uh that could translate. So I'm surprised he went that late, but I uh, I do like him. I do like him. He's my number 3
1: quarterback still. If he if you just went with like the, his 2020 tape, he would have been drafted much higher. And what he did in 2021 was show that he could also just straight up be a, a running back at the quarterback position. I don't know why that mean, meant he had to fall to the 5th round. Like I didn't think he suddenly became a worse passer. He just didn't have anybody to pass to and so he to me like I, I will probably be wrong. But I feel like NFL GMs, GMs don't know what they're doing. I I really think they're wrong on Sam Howell. And I love the fact that he goes behind the least exciting starting quarterback in the NFL probably or one of one of the one of the five least exciting in and, Carson Wentz. Yeah and uh yeah. it, to me like to me that is custom made situation now how often do you pick a guy drafted that late to be productive like it's a it's the odds are not good the odds are not good a lot of the guys you see uh get taken in the NFL like fifth round quarterbacks like they don't have NFL arms he has an NFL arm he might have the best arm in the class um Willis, but like the combination of accuracy and power, I think he's got the best arm in the class.
0: And then, as you mentioned this, the season where he didn't have anybody to throw to, he just ran and he was a pretty good runner. He was
1: effective at it. Right. And, and, And I don't see like, Oh, that's, it's worked for Lamar. It's worked for Josh Allen. Like why, why, why does he get discounted for that, for the, having that ability? So, um, I have him, uh, right at four. Uh, you have him at three. I, I wish I had the guts to put him ahead of the first rounder, but um because I like him better than the first rounder, but uh he's a guy that I would try to steal late rounds in in drafts you know a lot yeah. third third fourth round guy um late third round fourth round pick to me he seems like a a guy that is if you're in a uh super flex league like he's a guy you should be able to get late um yeah. And I think he's got a nice ceiling. Yep. All right, Sam Howell or Mitch Trubisky. I think Mitch, Mitch gets a fresh start. All he has to do is hold off the guy that we just <laughs> said isn't any good.
0: And pick it, yeah. So Trubisky, I think I would go with Trubisky. He I know I know that he is not sexy right now, but he has put up a, a good season or two in the NFL. Like, I don't think he's a terrible quarterback. Uh, Sam Howell, who knows? Uh, I, but I, I think Mitch has already shown he can succeed at the NFL level to some degree. So I don't know. It's always tempting to take the ceiling of a guy like Sam Howell, but he is a fifth round pick. Who knows? I'm going to go with Trubisky.
1: Trubisky. How about you? I'm going to go Howell. I'm going to go Howell. Yep. I'm going to go Howell because I like the guys I want on my team are the guys that I like. Right, I don't want guys on my team, even if they're a smart play. Like I like to root for a guy, and I'm going to root for Sam Howell. Like, it, 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 I'm not saying it's the most logical play. I'm just saying, um, I feel like Trubisky. We know he's going to be, you know, below average to average NFL quarterback at best, and he also has a guy who's probably going to push him out of a job soon. So. I'd rather take the guy that has the ceiling in front of him, so I'm going Howell. Yeah, you might you might have talked me into Howell.
0: There. <laughs> well, because I because I do think you're right. I think that Pickett's going to take that job sooner than later. And Trubisky will get another chance, but he's probably going to be a career backup. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go with Howell. Right? All right, good good call. Way to go! <laughs> All right, <laughs> on to our QB five, Matt Corral, drafted to Carolina, so he's definitely got the chance here to, to play soon.
1: Yeah. That's, a, I mean, that's a good landing spot for him. Mm-hmm. I really like good. him. I didn't, I just didn't, I didn't, we've got him at five. I have met five. You have him at five. He's mm-hmm. five. Yep. I, I, I didn't, I just, I just didn't like him. And I, I feel, I don't know how to, how to say it any other ways. I, I thought, you know, he, he, to me, he, um, he didn't have great judgment. I went back and I was looking at some other tape recently. Um, I don't know if I was looking at Elijah or, or what I was doing. And I remember just being struck by how many bad throws I thought that he made. And I was just like, you know, I'm, I, you know, I was thinking maybe bumping him up and every single time I, I want to think that. And I, I watch some film, it's like, uh, no, no, I can't do it. Mm. I can't do it. So he did have a great landing spot, but you know, the draft capital isn't great. And, you know, you can make it as a third-round pick, certainly, but you need you need something to make you special, and I just don't think he has it. Yeah, I back when
0: we profiled him after watching film, I my my conclusion that I drew is I'm just not sure what he does well, and he does do some things well. I thought is going to translate to the NFL. Um, I saw him as probably a a good
1: college quarterback. Um, but I just, I didn't, like he runs, but he's too small to run. He'll, he'll get broken in half in the NFL. So like, so you remove that from him. like Sam Howell won't get broken in half in the NFL.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he, he's Not another him, guy well. with some accuracy issues. He does have a pretty good arm. He's got some arm strength. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, I, I mean, I see a route for him to get on the field. I don't see the route to being a fantasy relevant, relevant quarterback, but I'll throw a guy, I'll throw an aim at you. Would you rather? Uh, okay. Well, I'm guessing I know the answer now. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have Jameis Winston or Matt? Jameis Winston.
1: Yeah. Not close. <laughs> not close. Jameis Winston has put up like really good fantasy football numbers. Like, yes. He, I, I think his ceiling is high enough that NFL teams will continue to throw starting gigs his way for a while. So I just eh, Jameis Winston. It's not close. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Who picked that ADP cop That's is that well, you? Well, That's it's terrible. just
0: it just comes from a trade value chart, right? For <laughs> no, that. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> so these aren't these aren't my picks, Sean. I just go by the numbers, my friend. All right. All right. On to number six. Our number well, six. They're tied. Okay. And maybe tied. Let's say they're tied for last. I'm tied that? for last because I don't want to talk about anybody else. All right. Carson Strong and uh Bailey? And Bailey Zappi came in last for us, for the quarterbacks that we're going to talk about today. One of them got drafted and one did not. Right. Zappi did. That tell you
1: everything you need to know about Bailey Zappi.
0: Zappi was drafted by New England
1: in, in the, the fourth, fourth round. round. Mm, I, How? Uh, why? I don't know. I feel like the Patriots and the 49ers got together and just said, let's just try to scoop our drafts as much as possible this year.
0: Yeah. I. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was a little, I mean, it was very surprising to see him go that early for sure. Yeah. Uh, not a guy that that we
1: liked pre-draft <clears throat> for sure. And then Carson Strong, I think you kind of liked Carson Strong. I think he's. I actually literally think he's the most NFL quarterback in the class. NFL ready. I don't think he's the best, and I think he's too much of a statue. But if like, you if you needed like somebody to come in and just like run an offense today, um, I think he could do it um, if he had a good enough offensive line to. to to so he didn't have to move at all. That that would be the key because he's not mobile at all. No. I and I've heard people say, well he's not mobile because he was hurt and you know that's it's one of the reasons why he didn't get drafted is because of injury issues. But I watched enough film of him to think eh, it's not just because he was hurt. Like he's his he's just not mobile. Like he might maybe he maybe the cause and the effect maybe he's hurt because he's not mobile. He like move. the cause and effect are backwards on that one. Bailey Zappi is a guy that I think is um, kind of fun. Like you kind of want to root for him, but I just like if you think if you think, like he makes Kenny Pickett's arm look like you know like uh, Dan Marino or something. Like it's Bailey Zappi is this like I feel like he's like you know your best pickup quarterback playing in the NFL. It's not quite true, but it's it feels that way. It feels that way. It feels like he's not sure that he can get the ball all the way to where he needs it to go. Get it to go so. You know, Chad Pennington, maybe if he's lucky. Yeah,
0: and we we did not come up with trade. Uh, no trade not, targets for these guys because no. you don't want either one of them. Yeah, we just you just don't want them.
1: They're basically. If I can't, I don't know how deep the draft would have to be for me to be interested in taking either one of these guys. All right, moving on to tight ends. All right, coming in at number one, we have Trey McBride. Well, the tide. They're tied. How many? How many people are tied up there at the top? 3 three, three, three. They're tied. And they're tied because Trey McBride is number one, but neither one of us picked him number one. So, but, but he's tied, and he's he is the most NFL draft capital. So let's talk about him first. Okay, let's talk about him
0: first. Trey McBride. I I did like him. I thought everything he does, everything that you want a tight end to do, um, blocking, hands create separation. He's physical um gives you yards after the catch. So, he's I I did like him. I'd have him ranked as my number 2 tight end. Um but I like I do like him.
1: Yeah, no. And I'd like him to um obviously a little bit less than you. Um but uh he's a safe play. He's a safe play. Like I definitely feel like he's like, you know, Cole Komet. Like he's going to be a guy that you can talk about for you know, years and even a tight end premium league, like you can, you'll be able to trade him for a while because people are going to just expect him to, to be good. He might be good, but even if he's not good, I think you can still trade him. So, so I think even, even
0: sorry, even in a league that's not tight end premium, tight ends are so hard to come by Yeah, and having one of those top guys. And I think when, again, when I looked at the trade chart, like he's, he's, valued pretty highly right now on the trade chart so i think he's a guy that you can move yes even yeah like you said for the next two or three years so who would you
1: rather have trey mcbride or dawson knox i think i'd probably go with mcbride and the reason is dawson it's, it's all jalen Widermeyer,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right
1: you're afraid of jalen Widermeyer. that's right
0: Buffalo. yep um Dawson Knox is he did have that great season last year. All touchdowns. But that's the thing. It it does concern me that it was so touchdown heavy. And people have been on Knox for a few years as, as being a breakout tight end and they're like, Oh yeah, see, it finally happened. Maybe. I mean, tight uh, touchdowns are just so hard to
1: count on from year to year. And then, you know, Buffalo is is like trying playing around with Gronk and I mean like they don't seem like they believe that Dawson Knox is a, is a breakout tight end. Right. And that, that to me says something like Buffalo, um, it doesn't, it feels like they, they're trying to get, you know, somebody else there to do that job. And, um, so to me, uh, I I think going with McBride is, is, is reasonable. It's just like, you have to give up the present value. I think Knox is gonna be more valuable than Trey McBride for at least two years. So if your window is now, you probably don't trade Knox for McBride. But if your window's not right now, then I think I would. I would trade Knox for McBride.
0: And the interesting thing is their trade value right now is being perceived as similar. Yep. And Knox is already made made some noise right Mm -hmm. so yeah i think mcbride's gonna hold that value for a couple of years just because how long it takes tight ends to develop
1: yep i yeah so i'm 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 in on that
0: all right our number well our second guy one a or one b our one b is jelani woods and this is my number one okay uh woods went to indianapolis indianapolis he's my number three so that's why uh we ended up at a tie here um so why is he your number one, Sean? You just, just this is not the guy when we profiled tight ends. I, he was not your number one, so it
1: has somewhat I mean, landing was, spot, I he, suppose. Yeah, he was close, and even like so. I so a lot of it was I felt like the draft capital that he got was a confirmation of what I saw. Right, I'm looking at this and I'm saying, "Wow, I just love this player," but no one's talking about him. So you know, I have him a little bit lower. Then the NFL draft comes in, and oh, okay, I guess you know, at least some of the NFL, at least one NFL GM thinks that he can be special. Oh, and it's the guy that that really wanted Mo Ali Cox to be something. So, um, and he was the second tight end off the board. Second tight end off the board. Yep. Behind McBride. Yep. And uh, so my, here's my argument. My argument for Jelani Woods is: is at the tight end position, you're looking for difference makers. Right? You, you you can have all the Gerald Everett's you want in the world, and you're not going to do anything with him. There's only so many guys that actually end up being NFL difference makers at that position, and they all are just extreme athletes. And he is an extreme athlete. He is. So he he is, you know, the size, speed, um, uh, route running, hands. I mean, his hands are, they're, they're little. The metrics. Like yeah. if you're a metric guy, yeah. they're great. Yeah. Um, not in terms of usage, like like his his numbers like that kind of metric, no, but like just physical profile is is off the charts. Mm-hmm. And you know, his hands he showed he he shows that he has very elite hands. Also, he has very questionable hands. But but if you see the ceiling with the hands, like you get in front of like one of those jugs machines and you just like someone's feeding you a couple hundred balls a day after your, your your hands are going to be fine.
0: So when you say that he'll
1: make the spectacular catch and he'll also drop, drop balls. He would, he dropped a couple. It wasn't Jalen Weidermeyer, but like he dropped a couple. Um, so I I just, I I just like the ceiling play. Like he, you know, if I had to pick one tight end that was going to, someone said five years from now, this guy is going to be the tight end one. It's Jelani Woods. That's, in my mind, no doubt about it. So it's a ceiling play. Got you. Yeah,
0: you- I I like, yeah. I mean, like, you took a lot of what I would have said about him, just in terms of the size, size speed, numbers, kind of, or, or metric kind of freak that he is. I absolutely agree with everything you just said. So I, I, he's for sure worth a shot. And I, I don't, if you took him before McBride, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue. I'm not. not going to call reach at the rookie draft if somebody does that. <laughs> I mean. I mean I'm, you will. I might still say you that, still but I'm, I'm not going to mean it. Okay. So yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, and this, I'm guessing you're not going to let me get this name out uh, either. But would you rather have Woods or Bryant? <laughs> <laughs> Bryant Harrison is is the uh, one of the guys that's being rated similarly. You mean Harrison Bryant? Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of this guy before. <laughs> well, for sure you'd take Jelani Woods then. <laughs> that guy. He's <laughs> terrible. Um, uh, I, um I I I'm now starting to get worried about myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um right. so you you'd take
1: Woods. I'd take Woods. I just Yeah. I I'm not that's that's not a um Woods is the guy I'm excited about. I mean, the other guy, whatever you want to call him is not all right on to one c Jer- did, you know, did you answer your who you, whether you would rather have johnny oh, I, woods or, yeah, or, or, or would, Bryant harrison <laughs> i would i would take woods for
0: sure okay yeah all right, <laughs> all right. uh on to jeremy 1C. ruckert 1c jeremy ruckert uh went to the new york jets another one of their outstanding picks in this draft uh I have him ranked as my number two. No, you have him number one. Number one. So tell us why you have him number one. Well, I think that he has fallen a bit in terms of uh, perception just because he was used so little at Ohio Ohio State. Mm -hmm. But I feel like he's got every tool you need to be a really good NFL tight end. He's a good route runner, quickness, burst, speed. He's an athletic player. Um, And when he did get a chance at Ohio State, uh, he capitalized on those chances, and he made lots of impressive plays. So I just think he's he's one of these guys just like Woods where I feel like the ceiling is really high for him, and he could he could turn out to be the guy that, out of this class at tight end.
1: Yeah, I think he uh, – um, I had him lower. I mean, you and I kind of flip-flopped with him in Woods with McBride in the middle, but I agree with your assessment. He does everything well. I think he'll be a better pro than a college player. My concern is whether he's going to be a better NFL player than fantasy player. Um, and some of that goes to you know, target share. Like He's going on a team with a lot of mouths to feed. So you got Wilson, you've got Davis, you've got Moore, you've got Hall, you've got Carter. All presuming that Zach Wilson is good, by the way. We don't even know that. Um, so I can't that's why I had to bump him down a little bit is I um I don't I feel like it'd be a surprise if he ended up being a major part of that offense. Even though he has all the skills to do it. Um that that's why I, I, I couldn't put him in, in the McBride Woods category. And and I I really like the player. Like he's a guy that if I was Coaching NFL team, I'd be like, I want that guy on my team because he's going to win my football team games. But uh, um, yeah, so that's 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 where I differ. Yeah, I think I think you make some good points there. Okay, so uh, would you rather have Jeremy Record
0: or Irv Smith? Well, coming fresh off your analysis, there, I would for sure take Irv Smith because I do feel like um, Thielen is is sh- short. His, the rest of his... He, he's, he's like 6'2". <laughs> his, his career uh, arc no, Nothing here is but short. dad jokes. Yeah, I love it. Um, so I, I think uh, there will be opportunity for Irv Smith to... I think
1: they wanted Irv Smith to be a bigger thing, and then he got hurt. Right. Yeah, he so... just was
0: hurt. So I think he comes back as long as he's healthy. Uh, I think he's going to be a big part of the offense and might be an even bigger part of the offense when Thielen retires,
1: yeah. moves on. I'm with you on that, I'd rather have Irv Smith in it, and it, it just has to do with I think that, that there's room in the offense for him, and I'm, I'm worried about that. By the way, I didn't even mention with regards to uh, all those guys, I didn't mention Uzoma, or you know, so there, there's there's Conflict. competition there, yeah, there's, there's competition there in a different way, too. So, yeah, so I uh, no, I take Irv Smith over Record, even though I really like Record. All right, finally, we're
0: on to something that doesn't start with a one. We're on to tight end number four in Greg Dulcich, drafted by Denver. We both have him ranked as our number four tight end in this class. Uh, When we profiled him, I said if he goes to a a team with a good offense, he he could look pretty good, and he goes to Denver, which I think is a great landing spot for him. Mm -hmm. Uh, So actually, his stock went up for me. He's... He, I didn't love his film when we broke it down, but um, I do love where he landed, and I think he—he's a name that probably will be around in the NFL for quite a while.
1: You know, I thought he—he, he, I thought he does does enough things downfield. Um, he, he to me, he had, just has a well-rounded game. Um, I don't think he's going to be a, a used as a as a blocker. Um, I don't think that's, that's his, not his that's game. not his game at all. And yeah. I, I kinda like that about the fact about him that if he's gonna get on the field, he's gonna get on the field to catch balls. All they have in front of him is Albert O, who people kind of have been like raving about, mostly because of his like again, his size speed dumpers and whatnot. Not so much that he's really you know, I don't know that he has dominated and frankly the guy that got rid of Noah Fant was also a size speed numbers kind of guy where he didn't actually produce like people thought he was going to produce when he got um taken in the same you know right with Hawkinson and rookie drafts a couple of years ago so um so I do think Dulcich has has um uh enough skills that he can be an effective receiver in that offense um so uh you know, Russ hasn't been a tight a quarterback that features a tight end. I mean, he has used them occasionally, but he it's not somebody who just regularly, you know, uses the tight end. Um, there's been a couple tight ends in
0: Seattle though that had decent years. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, you when we're talking about taking a guy here or like yeah. you want better than decent, but
1: yeah, I mean, he it, it, it hasn't been like you know nothing. It just hasn't. He the, his top. You know, he hasn't, you know, gronked somebody, you know. Mm-hmm. Um uh but at the same time I think the head coach there comes uh from Green Bay and where they have they have used tight ends, even kind of tight ends with with a name that, you know, like no one's ever heard of this guy, but they've used him. So I, I like the landing spot as well. Um I feel pretty comfortable with him at number four. All right. Would you rather have
0: Greg Dulcich or another guy that's Ben just kind of dancing around uh, that like breakout. People talk about Adam Troutman mm-hmm. as being a good player and they love where he's at. Um, but Never, has, hasn't, hasn't really done, hasn't anything done yet. it yet. Yeah. So would you rather have Troutman or Dulcich?
1: I'd rather take Troutman. I'd rather take Troutman. Um, and it it's it's just a different dart throw. A, like I'd like Dulcich, but I didn't see anything that made me thought. He's ever going to be a special tight end. And I do think Troutman like still has that in his range of outcomes. Okay. What about you?
0: Gosh, I think I just get so impatient with these guys. Like I want everything to happen right now. And I'm like, I've been hearing about Troutman for years and he hasn't done it, but that's what tight ends do.
1: Yeah. Um, Troutman's still young too. I can't remember exactly how young, but he's not old. Yeah. But I, I do really I, I love
0: the landing spot with Dulcich. So any shiny. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, I I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in with uh, with Dulcich. Okay. I am not not with conviction,
1: but I'm gonna do no, it. No, no, but the, the, that's why these names are there. Right. All, right.
0: All right. On to number five. Cade Otten comes in at number five for Steel, drafted by Tampa Bay in the fourth round. He's actually uh, somehow landed at number five, even though we have him ranked as our sixth tight end. Uh, you and I both do, but uh, it's just—it's just an average thing. The numbers. Cause maybe. I'm, no, it's right. It's because I'm am lo- I'm lower on some guys. You're
1: higher on, yeah, and vice okay, versa. Okay, okay. That's why I, that. I was turns literally that trying way. to do the like our like our average. I have him six. You have him six. Our average is six, and somehow he's at five. But that's just because we've got a couple guys who. We differ on. Who who we differ on. Yep. Um, So Kate Atten is... uh, So here's... I I actually watched... um, Because we didn't profile him. we should clarify that. So we had to watch um, this week in anticipation of this episode. And... Um, here's you know I I probably watched more Kate uh, than you did so here's what I'd say about it you can
0: pretty much say that about any guy cause
1: <laughs> that's probably true you, you, you like go the down enti- through the entire process <laughs> you go down is there a player that you think you watch more film than I did film rabbit
0: hole no because I have some self-discipline when it co- <laughs> comes to watching film fair enough
1: Um. So, uh, his, so you brought up Tyler Conklin like his ceiling is Tyler Conklin like He's got really nice hands. Like really nice hands. The ball just very effortlessly lands in those hands mm-hmm. and, and gets and and tucked away he, and then immediately tackled. And then immediately tackled. Like he's not um he he has I think good contact balance. So like he he can kind of break a tackle. Like he can get a little bit extra, but he doesn't have enough speed to like really make anybody scared. So he just seems like that guy who is an NFL tight end too, like who you, you make it used on the goal line. He can run routes. Um, if he if he catches the ball underneath, he can read blocks in front of him and gain a couple extra yards that way. He's just not gonna. He's not gonna beat people deep, and he's not going to um, use speed to to uh, to take one of the distance. So. Um, I feel Like, if the film I watched, I felt like his quarterback was really hampering him. Oh, yeah. I mean, he had, um, it was, it was his numbers, I think, turned out to not be great it's like 250 yards last year or something like yeah, that, and yeah. one touchdown. Um, it's mostly quarterback, it, yeah. It, it was, it was not good there. So, um, so I felt like if he,
0: if, if he, uh, I mean, if it's, if he ends up playing with Brady,
1: like right. that's, but how long is that going to be? Yeah. yeah. I,
0: I don't really expect that necessarily to happen. And who knows what, who comes in at tamp in Tampa behind Brady. But so, but I felt like he maybe has a little, a little bit of uh potential
1: there that. I just think he, his, his ceiling is still so much lower than some of these guys we're talking about. So, and that's why I, I just can't get, I can't get excited about him. So, um, what uh, would you rather have him or Janu Smith? Um,
0: I mean, John is another guy I've just been burned on. I, he's been on and off my roster a number of times because I keep thinking he's gonna break out and then he doesn't. Um, I was really excited when he went to New England, and, yeah, and and got the big contract. I was like, here we go, and uh, and I acquired him and. Just nothing. So not to say he can't do it, but I'll I'll take Otten just because I'm done with Smith. I'd feel dirty even if Smith did well. <laughs> if Janu came around, I'd still, like you said, you want to root
1: for guys. I'm kind of done rooting for Janu. Okay. How about you? I not, have not been burned by Janu. I've not been excited about Janu, but I would still take Janu. I'd still take Janu. That's because... the smarter answer, really this this really does come
0: down to whether
1: I'm smart or you and apparently I am <laughs> it comes down to the heart I yeah there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that choice be <laughs> you've personally been burdened by Janu, and you're just not going to go there down that path again
0: right all right uh, on to number six, Jake Ferguson went to Dallas in the fourth round um. He was a a guy we we spent some time. Uh, I don't know if actually we talked about him af- after the Senior Bowl, but he showed up pretty
1: well in the Senior Bowl. He did, and he he's he's a guy that you know it's like you know you don't want to like just kind of like pigeonhole a guy, but he he's like just a Big Ten tight end. Mm. Like that's like he uh, he's got quite nice hands. Um, he has a little burst. He can he can break tackles. He's got some tackle breaking ability. He, um, you know, on on little uh, bubble screen type things, you know, he can he can be effective there too. Um, he you know he, he's effective. Um, he gets and play action stuff this is a total Big Ten offense kind of thing. But like he's just wide open in the end zone all the time. And you want to say that he had nothing to do with it. Except for it was so much, it was so much. So, but other than that, though, I mean, like he made, he had caught a big touchdown against our Gophers. That was, um, he just, he 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 would sky for these balls, and and I just I like his um, his ability on the goal line. So I actually have Ferguson ranked higher than Otten. He's one, he's the guy that I have rated right ahead of Otten that you do not. Um, well, and, I, and I just, I just think that he has um, decent rack ability, and uh, and and he's a guy that I could see being an NFL tight end one, unlike Otten. So, so I like him. I so big part of why I ranked. I him. I would rather in- have him than John New Smith. Mm. That's, that's if, if, we're, if we're doing a comp for Okay. Me. Yeah. Like that, that. That's the the tipping point.
0: Tipping point. One of the reasons I ranked him behind Otten is the landing spot in Dallas uh, with Dalton Schultz. I don't actually know his contract situation off the top of my head, but um, I just felt like
1: he's, he's not going to see the field much at all this year. No, but these are all going to be kind of longer term plays. They they still got to pay for the the seeks contract. Well,
0: that's true. They might not
1: be able to sign Schultz. Right. So I, I, uh, you know, for, Early on, I feel like he's a guy who can, who coaches coaches are going to like, and you know he might start out kind of being the the number two tight end there, but might play his way into a role within a couple of years. So, all right, well,
0: we'll just use Janu as the comp for Jake Ferguson and move on. All right, Daniel Bellinger comes in next for us. Uh, went to the New York Giants to replace Evan Ingram, <laughs> Maybe can he catch? <laughs> we don't know. Uh, he he was taken there in the fourth round and you don't like his hands it sounds like Sean.
1: um you know no i don't know that it, 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 no I, I no actually i was that was a comment that was on, a comment I, I, in ingram that was evan ingram comment no i'm not saying that well he can catch, I'll be honest he can catch better than ingram, Yeah, but can. that's not saying much. much i'll be honest um i had a hard time finding any decent yeah. film on Billinger, Same so here. so the stuff that i did see you know i did, was able to watch uh, a couple games um I specifically went on my way to watch the Arizona game because he had 100 yards in that game, and I wanted to see how how he did it, and he did it with smoke and mirrors. Mm. So, um, it, you know, it's, it's he catches the ball, three guys run into each other, and he ends up running for 60 yards, right? And he didn't look fast. It just, sometimes that happens. Sometimes you get Steve Bono runs a bootleg and gets, you know, an 80-yard touchdown run, and he's like the slowest quarterback to ever play quarterback. It wasn't quite that bad, but it, it just didn't impress me, and he just didn't look particularly good um, at all. So I just didn't end up liking him that much. And I understand landing spot is nice, and I think you, you're counting that a little, little more than I am. But I, I, I had him pretty low. I did not like him. Yeah,
0: I uh, I don't love him either, but I did like the landing spot in New York. Um, just, I think he's got the path to playing time. Here's the question with okay. a guy like this: Tyler Higby, or mm. is it Higby Tyler or Tyler Higby? <laughs> it's Tyler Higby. Um, Would you take him over Bellinger?
1: Yeah, I'd rather have Tyler Higby. Okay, I, I I know what that is, and I feel like I feel like I can get something out of it. It's not going to be much. It's going to be spot start. And you know, but I just I, I I don't see a huge ceiling in Bellinger, and and I maybe I'm wrong about that, but I just don't. So, but
0: we don't we kind of know that Higby doesn't have a ceiling at this point.
1: Yeah, and it's, and and but I feel like you know that about we're, we're, right now. We're kind of scraping the bottom sure. here, so I feel like you kind of for me. I feel like I know that about both these players, but at least I feel like I could get something out of a Tyler Higby. You might get him the week where he has a you know. A decent week, and
0: so you just you don't see uh, Bellinger is ever just having a splash week or no? Is like unless somebody
1: falls down and he gets a sixty-yard touchdown. I mean, it's not quite that bad. I just didn't. Yeah, I, I just I just was not impressed. But like you know, I I like to watch six, seven, eight games for these guys, and I didn't watch that much. It was like two games, right? So it, it, I, I it don't was... feel it's not a, it's not one that I feel super confident in, but I just. You, you want to see a, a, something that that p- kind of pops for you and you'd think with a hundred yard game and three catches like oh he's gonna have great speed no nah, that that he didn't look fast i'll i'll take bellinger okay.
0: just because i don't i don't see it ever happening with higby that's fair all right on to number eight charlie kohler went to baltimore which i don't like went in the fourth round uh one of two fourth round tight ends taken by baltimore so for me i and going in behind mark andrews i i just don't I don't see this I don't quite get it so um
1: yeah i have I have him um I have him a little higher than some some of these guys, but we're right now we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. He's a poor blocker um so one of the things when we started talking about uh Kate Otten, who I thought was a good blocker.
0: He was, yeah, he was a good blocker. Um,
1: and, and, and Ferguson, who I know can block, uh, I feel like Kohler. I, I expected him to be a better blocker, um, and he just he wasn't impressive there. Um, his burst off the line, he seemed to come off the line slow, um, and so I just like, you know, he could he could run a, a couple decent routes. Uh, I, caught, I saw a couple things that were. Um, or he, you know, he he made somebody think he was going somewhere different than he where he went, um, and I think that's uh, a man coverage, and that's always impressive. I didn't see it consistently, um, and for me, that's just kind of like the. I, <laughs> I think you have to be bursty. I, I guess that's the th- one thing I really feel strongly about is I think you have to be able to against NFL cornerbacks and linebackers like they're gonna if you if you round your routes and you um can't go um stop start quickly you're just going to be covered i just don't see him getting open in the nfl so i'm not in i'm not in so you'd take uh you'd take oj howard over him and now you now you, that's now you asking me about like achilles tendons and <laughs> um this is, you know we're, st- I, we're I, still waiting for that oj howard Breakout? Breakout, yeah, yeah. No. Um I, you know, I do take OJ Howard. I do take yeah. OJ Howard. Yeah, me too. It's, um, yeah, you know, um, at least when Tampa had OJ, you know, OJ was unhappy there, and they were like fighting to make sure he got they gave him the extra year, and they were trying to signal that they wanted him to stay there and like that's they're seeing him every day and they're making that coming to that conclusion so now i want oj all right number nine Chego Conquo. do you want to say his
0: full first name you like his full first name
1: or should we just are go you just doing Chig? are you just doing this to taunt me <laughs> um no nah, we'll just move on Che Conquo. you i he, he was my lowest-rated tight end that I actually bothered to rate. Okay, so
0: so, so you're not even going to say the full first name. No, no he, he went to Tennessee also in the fourth round. Uh, he, he, for me, he's he's worth a dart throw maybe if, if you have a really late pick and have a roster that can take that for a few years, uh, or, or absorb his roster spot for a few years. He does have good speed. I liked his route running and his physicality. He's an athletic player.
1: Not a great blocker, but but he was like the epically bad block. He was the he was the guy that I said you could predict like, Who's was going to make the tackle. Who's going to make the tackle by who he was assigned block. to assign the block. Um, <laughs> it's true. He is a bad blocker, like the, the worst.
0: But maybe he ends up being just that pass catching uh, tight end. Yeah, it's possible. And I think uh, you know, it's he's, also
1: possible he doesn't he gets doesn't make it to NFL training camp. It's well. That's like he to me is a practice squad player. Like, someone's going to try to teach him how to block for two years on an NFL practice squad because I don't think you could play him in the NFL right now. All right. So, so I, it doesn't matter who the name you throw at me. If it's an NFL player and he's on an NFL roster, I'd take him over to Chico Conquo. Sure. Well, and these are guys you're probably not really going to draft unless you have a four
0: or five round rookie draft. Six. (laughs) Okay. And our last guy we're going to talk about this week, Isaiah Likely. Went to Baltimore. He's he's the other fourth rounder taken by Baltimore. And I think maybe you said it best he's not likely
1: to make a fantasy impact. I did say that. <laughs> you did. Which sounded clever at the time. <laughs> However, I feel after watching everything and like reflecting on Isaiah Likely, I know your big thing is just his athleticism seemed seemed subpar. He is a guy that I do feel like he might stick around in the NFL for a while and like emerge later on in his career being something.
0: Well, it, that is I like, one of th-
1: my rating on him is not good, but I still, I still think that like there's something there. There is something there. One of the notes I
0: took on him is I think he'll be better for his NFL team than for fantasy. So yeah. I don't think you're wrong. I think he could be around for a while and, but I just don't think he's a guy you're going to want on your fantasy roster.
1: Yeah. Okay. So is that it? Are we done? That's rather it. rather have Sean. him or Austin Hooper. You should ask me that question. I have not rated higher. My answer is. Well, you can. You can my answer, answer is that. Austin Hooper, okay, because he's an NFL player and I'm not so sure that Isaiah likely is.
0: I just, I mean, these these names
1: you toss out though. I, I guess I I would go with Hooper. I think I, he's got a. He's had one good NFL season. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess I would go with him too. But. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 tough looking at these mediocre rookies who you don't know anything about, and then mediocre NFL players who you know too much about. Right. And, it's, and and would you rather roll the dice with the with the devil you know or the devil you don't know?
0: And that's and that's where the trade values converge. One, mm-hmm. one is like maybe possibly headed up, and the other one is probably coming down. Yeah. All right. Well, that is going to wrap it up for our quarterbacks and tight ends. Thank Thanks for joining us today. And uh, we will look forward to doing this again. And until then, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Steel. Join our community on the SteelPod Facebook group and follow us on Twitter at SteelPod.